At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator, it's Rocket Shop, I'm your host Tom Proctor, with me tonight is a box of stars, how's it going guys? Good, thanks Good. for having us. Thanks. Not at all, and thank you for being the, the first band, first musicians to be in our brand new studio. Yeah, we're, yeah we're honoured. Um, it was very much new news to me when I came into our old studio this afternoon and discovered that no one was there and all the posters have been taken down. So, um, thank you guys for being the first. Um, do you want to go around and quickly introduce yourselves? Sure. My name is Jens. On violin. On violin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Claire and I'm, I sing, I do vocals. Uh, I'm Macaulay and I sing and play guitar. I'm Johnny, I play bass. Wonderful. Um, well, we always like to kick it off with a song, so what you've got for us? Uh, we'll play our first single we put out, it's called Wrong. Wicked. Take it away. Your eyes seek the most brilliant shade of blue. 
some respite from desire Beside an old friend, you say, damn, Heron, it's good to see you again. Next time, don't you stay away so long. Say goodbye to the engines that stretch the sky. To Texas crew, crooning into good night. Hold your tongue when I step into your sights. I know something. Sometimes I think you're the conversation, conversation I have with myself on the way to work. Pour that murmur that I'm chasing all night. When the light Shut off. stars there with wrong guys thank you so much that was great oh thank you, thank you. um let's uh, let's go from the beginning then um what's your origin story how did you guys all meet up how uh, did you come together the origin story well some of us were in another band years ago called Ava Marie and that band kind of went on a hiatus and um I kind of have to always be musically working somehow and usually recruit friends to do so with me and so when Ava Marie went, went on hiatus originally I asked more or less uh, the three that are here with me tonight to play as well. Mm -hmm. And I had kind of a vague concept for a project. Maybe it was less of a concept more that my songwriting had changed. And while the last project was more kind of guitar-driven indie rock, I wanted to do something more kind of laid back, um, kind of like shoegazy, old country-y, folky. Um, I, had, I had some ideas and yeah, we got together and we recorded an album about a year ago, or an EP rather, a year ago at the Outlier Inn in the Catskills in New York. And after that, um, Claire was in Oregon, I was in Oregon briefly, things were kind of all over the place. And Johnny was in New Jersey. Yep. Yeah. The future of the band was very unclear. Um, we all, you know, played music on our own, but how we were going to continue as a project was very murky. And around Christmas time last year, around this time, uh, I got an email uh, from someone who I know who put our last project out on their label. And they were asking if I'd be interested to come to South by Southwest in March. And I was like, of course, I, I want to do that. But I'm in Oregon with Claire. The rest of the guys are in Vermont. Like, how is this going to happen? And 
once we got confirmation that indeed we could come to South by Southwest, I just got in my car and drove back across the country. Nice. And uh, <laughs> I was in Oregon for like a month and a half. Uh, obviously, it didn't work out. But um, yeah, we, we got together uh, in our place of origin in Poultney, Vermont, about an hour and a half south of here, and began working uh, for South by Southwest. In March, we flew out, played the show. And in May of last year, uh, we moved to Burlington and have kind of been trying to, you know, kind of go on a run since then. So are you, you're all from Vermont originally, no. apart from yourself, which is from New Jersey? So you all just found yourself in this uh, tiny corner? We all went to school world. together at Green Mountain College at some point. Oh, I see. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And our there. sometimes drummer, who's not here tonight when we do electric stuff, also went to school with us. Okay, yeah. excellent. That seems to be the a, a lot of similar stories of good bands that come out of a month seems to be everyone kind of met each other in in university and everything just happened from there so yeah. sure be great to great that it's happened again obviously there's something in the air up here that just <laughs> fuels people's creativity um you you were kind of talking about before about how uh your um musical ear changed from my kind of guitar driven to like shoegazy I saw you describe yourself as dream folk and lo-fi lullaby, which is just wonderfully poetic. But could you could you kind of articulate on that a little bit more? Yeah, I, I guess um, describing something as just you know folk or indie folk kind of feels like it kind of falls short for uh, I guess maybe what we sound like and the ideas that we have. Um, and apart from you know composition in terms of instruments and arrangements. Um, I, I'm very lyric driven, um, and I think I think of myself first and foremost as you know a songwriter and a lyricist rather than a guitar player or a singer. Um, and all of the, you know the content for my lyrics, um, my kind of way of working is is directly from dreams. Like I usually wake up in the morning, and you know I've I've been pretty good for the last I don't know maybe decade of of writing my dreams down every day if I can. And from there, that's kind of where the songwriting process begins for me. Um, I also think of music uh, very visually. Um, like, I don't know how to explain this. Like, like each, everything that we write in terms of an arrangement, if I, I'll write like a set of chords, and in my mind immediately, I'll have like an image of what those chords look like um, in terms of a scene. And usually, whatever that scene is kind of gives me a starting place to write. And a lot of that imagery, I think, kind of originates from dream imagery that I've kind of half remembered from the night before. Interesting. And and how does the rest of the band build on this? You know, it comes to the 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 rehearsal with a uh, lyrics from a dream. How do you guys kind of then build build a track around that? We all dream the same. Oh right, <laughs> so convenient. <laughs> yeah. No, Macaulay also kind of writes a melody and bass guitar bit i think before he brings it to us generally so we've got something going on oh like ba i thought you meant like bass guitar no, and i was sorry. like definitely not yeah foundation that's what i meant yeah yeah, yeah. I, I guess i do but it also it changes the minute i bring it's great like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um so you you're mentioning you know you went straight off to austin for when you guys are still very newly formed and i noticed you were you're on a tour for a lot of um, the start of this year. So you played in uh, Ohio and Aust Austin, obviously, Colorado. You did stop in Chicago for a minute. Um, yeah, so how was it to being like a, basically finding finding your sea legs while while on the road as a band? Yeah. 
actually that was a solo tour i wish uh, it was full band oh but, sorry <laughs> um no yeah i was actually touring out to oregon to meet claire i'm from mm. oregon originally and um my friend jake mckelvey and i who's also a musician um we spent two and a half weeks i think touring from coast to coast um and yeah i, I mean it's different every time it, it's kind of funny like I, I i've been doing that kind of touring um for about seven years now but like i said it's, it's different every time and so it's 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 a good and bad feeling to kind of feel like you're starting from scratch on every tour you go on, but that's yeah. kind of what it feels like. And so, like in some ways, you know, the uh, the Waffle House stops and the uh, sleeping on strangers' floors is quite familiar. Mm -hmm. But everything that comes along with you know playing shows um, in different towns every night, uh, it's definitely like you said, finding your sea legs kind of over and over again. Um, so, with, with in, in terms of playing these songs out live for kind of the first time. Um, it, it went really well, I think. It was pretty good. Um, we definitely had some slow stretches once we got out west. Um, touring there was a lot different. I mean, here you can you can hit like 10 stops within like a three or four hour radius. Mm -hmm. And out west, you know, you're driving for eight hours, like kind of at least between cities. And so, yeah, definitely a different process. Right. Unless you want to play a load of truck stops, which right. probably doesn't have the same kind of audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'd love to hear another track. Um, sure. So, yeah, you want to... Uh, Introduce one and explain what it's about. Yeah, let's see. I'm gonna do cornfields. Alrighty, this is uh, the first track on our debut EP, Dinshaw um, Feet. It's called Cornfields. Um, I'm trying to think what I can say about it, really. It's kind of, I, I feel like it's kind of like the statement piece for the EP. So if that lends okay. a hand to anything, yeah. All right, well, take it away.
be my right I'd lay down a pearly And invite you and say Could have sworn I seen angels In the cornfields last night They fed me cold water Tore the skin from my eyes She will never touch and never see again Vanished plots of sun shining Cicadas screaming in the summer wind Dear love the things that she will never touch and never see again Dear love the things that she will never touch and never see again Field there by a box of stars from their debut EP, Days Drunk Off Heat, which uh, came out this September. Um, the first EP is often the hardest I've heard from bands. Um, it, I've been described to me as like giving birth. Um, tell me about it, the beginning, middle, and end of the whole thing. That's quite actu accurate, actually. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This was like definitely like the hardest push I've had to do. In terms of getting a piece of music out, I don't know how you guys feel. <laughs> I'm cringing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I actually, um, I had this kind of collection of songs kicking around for about a year or so, and went to record. I, I had this idea of recording it to cassette, actually, on like a four track, and I kind of hired a friend of mine to help me do that, and we ended up doing all this kind of wacky stuff where we would try and blend the four track with like digital recordings and it was just like really it was sounding interesting but it wasn't sounding like the record I guess I envisioned and so kind of after making this kind of the first time um, I just kind of said like you know I'm gonna keep these as demos and we're gonna try this again um, and I think originally I was really kind of opposed to the idea of making this like kind of a big polished recording, um, especially you know the people that I'm influenced by um, are are definitely big into 
uh, kind of being home recordists and following that tradition. And, and I thought originally this project would kind of do the same. Um, however, uh, kind of being discouraged from that first try, I thought, well, you know, let's email a few stu studios and see what we get. Um, uh, our engineer that we ended up working with, Josh Druckmann, d down in Woodridge and, and New York, um, ended up getting back to us and was able to squeeze us in um, in the fall. And he runs kind of a retreat recording studio. And so the deal is like, we went, we lived there together for a little bit, made the album, and kind of came out with this. Um, and so once we kind of kicked in the gear and got to that phase, things got a lot easier. But up until that point, I was just like, how is this going to get made? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so like, he's got like a state of the art place and he's brilliant at what he does. Um, and I think we were, we recorded it in like, was it two days? It's pretty quick. It was, yeah, like it was two, two, was too quick. We would have loved to have a lot more yeah. time to just stay there and play. <laughs> it was a real, you know, five-star birthing process. Yeah, five-star birthing <laughs> yeah, process. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, doctors and midwives. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful property. There's lots of tiny homes mm -hmm. on it. And yeah, Google it. Yeah. Whoever's listening, it's cool. Outlier <laughs> yeah. I did manage to get to see a couple of uh, couple of photos from from your Facebook page, and yeah. it looks gorgeous. Was it two days just because everything just clicked right away, or was it because you didn't have that time constraint, or were you just seeing the dollars kind of flick past and like, right, we need to get out of here as quickly as possible? Oh man, well, I. I think there's a reality of um, just starting out in a music project and watching the dollars kind of flip mm. by. I think that's one of the barriers at least yeah and it's hard because like you know um as an engineer josh was super generous with his time and kind of like you know got us in a good spot but um yeah that was definitely an issue with finances on our end yeah. um and in some ways it's nice to have kind of like an end date on making a record because it can just go forever mm -hmm. um and so that encouraged things in some ways but having that that being said you know i wouldn't complain about having a month <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I went back like a week after that for only four days to mix it, mm -hmm. and yeah, and honestly, like um, I think in the past, like uh, there's kind of this feeling when you make a record, uh, you put all this work into it, and the writing process is long. You know, composing with with your friends or whoever takes a while, and then by the time you actually have the physical thing, it's like, is this it? Like, is this is this the is it, was this the whole thing? Um, and oftentimes, from listening to it, you're like, oh, man, I could have done it better. Mm. And you kind of go like immediately to the next thing that I'm doing. Like, next time it will be better, you know. And with this record, um, while some of those feelings occurred, um, I, I definitely felt like it was more of a complete thing that had happened in the past. And, and so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, for, and uh, from my objective standpoint, it, lovely and well produced. Thank you. As a, as a record, listening to it earlier on, and it was... it. It sounds very crisp uh, and well, quite unique in terms of the sound that you you're finding there. I appreciate so, it. So I'm assuming it's partly you and partly fantastic engineers and wonderful studios. Definitely, and, uh, above, yeah. yeah. Forty eight hour timeline and trying to get these things done. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, I also read that you've uh, mentioned the EP is about migration of all things being the basic function of the universe. So do you care to expand on this and how did that serve as a core theme of the album? Yeah, so I guess composing this album was kind of funny. Like, you know, the majority of us lived within probably like five minutes of each other, all in this small town, and yet we we barely got together as a group in the beginning. I was doing this thing where I would like call Jens and go to his house 
for a couple of hours and we would write parts together. And then the next day I would call someone else and we would go to their house and work on parts. And I think there were definitely a few full band rehearsals before the studio, but in terms of it actually becoming, you know, like a project, like a band, it didn't happen until the studio. And so, and so I think kind of like isolation and making these kind of like little separate trips uh, to see people, that was kind of like my first hint that, that this was going to be kind of like a, a theme of the album. And then I, I think um, more directly as it corresponds to the material and the lyrics, uh, it's hard for me to say, like when, I, when I'm writing a song, it's not like I sit down with a, a story to tell and I talk about the Titanic for like 10 minutes mm. or something like that. Like I'm not like, it's not like a matter of like recounting history or talking about something like that. It's more like a, a process of uncovering. And through that, the lyrics kind of slowly reveal themselves. Um, and so, you know, I wrote these seven songs and then kind of had some time to look back and think about them and kind of it became clear what I was writing about. And um, that was kind of this idea. When, when I was younger, like 18, 19, 20, um, I was hitchhiking and hopping freight trains around the country. And I was pretty bad at it in the sense that like when I got somewhere I liked, I just wanted to stay. Like I didn't want to go anywhere. And um, in the years since then, now that I'm kind of here in Vermont and I've been here for some time, um, I thought in my mind a lot of the time is like, you know, what, what if I had stayed in, you know, Pensacola, Florida or, or somewhere else that I got, got along for a little while. And I guess like uh, that theme of kind of becoming and what you might become had you kind of settled somewhere else was kind of central to the, kind of the lyrics of this album. Yeah. Interesting. Do you ever uh, go spend a weekend hopping trains again just to see if you've still got it? I love the idea. Um, I have not. Like I said, I, um, even at the time, I wasn't having a good time. Like <laughs> it was the kind of thing where like I would do it and I'd be like, oh, it's just so miserable. And then like I'd have a few days off and be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. It was kind of fun. I'll do it again. And that's just kind of how life went for a while. But now that I'm really not doing it, while the idea is still kind of romantic in my mind, like I, I wasn't good at it. And like, I was pretty miserable all the time. <laughs> so probably not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you're obviously born a hundred years too late. Or I suppose if you're finding it miserable, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, we did have a wonderful person in the studio about a year ago who uh, one of his jobs, was his, his one of his job, previous jobs was uh, going around interviewing hobos from the turn of the century. Wow. And uh, yeah, he, he regales me a lot about those that were like hot trains and, and the kind of definitions between them and the symbols that they'd put on the trains and all sorts. It was very, as you said, very romantic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you all seem to kind of migrate as a band anyway. I mean, as you said, you've kind of gone from coast to coast touring on your own. You come from Oregon. None of you come from here. What, do you, what are your experiences, everyone else's experiences, migrating around the country or elsewhere? Hmm. I definitely, I mean, I think um, I've been on tour with them in the past, with past bands, I think, is it's definitely influenced our sound, I think, just by going to these places and having, like, experiences you couldn't make up, and then, I don't know, all of a sudden we come back together afterwards, I feel like it really does, like, influence how we sound. Mm -hmm. you know? I think there's a whole new perspective you can gain on your you know, interpersonal being by, by being in, surrounded by new things, um, you know, every few days or every few weeks or whatever you have there. But um, in my experience with music, that's really helped form sounds in the same way for me. And, and, you know, playing a song one place 
puts a whole different light on it than somewhere else. Mm. Uh, as would maybe be obvious, but some of my experience with it, yeah. No, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good point that I don't think it's usually that well recognized. Um, well, talking of which, I'd love to hear another song. So what have you got for us? Should we just do Migratory Birds <laughs> since we're on the subject? <laughs> yeah. I think that that would be suitable. Yeah.
Migratory birds there by a box of stars. Did I get the title right? Mm -hmm. Migratory birds? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Um, And talking of uh, titles, actually, I was very curious about what the inspiration was for the EP title, Days Days Drunk of Heat. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Uh, Very poetic again, but what's the inspiration? Um, Kind of what we were talking about earlier, actually. Um, I think with that time in my life, um, I guess, like I said, you know, I'm not running off to have trains on the weekends, but there is part of me that um, really misses, I guess, the feelings associated with being that young. And uh, I don't know if the word is, what the word is, um, having no responsibility and no one expecting anything from you and having kind of all these different lives, different places in the country and kind of making the rounds between them. And I guess like the feeling I get for that time, I think of as this kind of like, curled up sick feeling in my gut but it's a good sick feeling and i'm kind of constantly chasing it and it's like i guess the kind of sick feeling you get from reading like a great line in a book or you know seeing something beautiful in a movie or hearing something in a song i guess it's all kind of the same feeling um and it's a little (laughs) it's like kind of warm and slightly i don't want to say nauseating but like you definitely feel i don't know um maybe a bit overwhelmed yeah overwhelmed kind of yeah and um, heat is kind of the sensation that comes to mind. Um, and being drunk off heat, uh, that's what, kind of what that is to me, what that means to me. Yeah. And uh, so the last EP came out in September. Um, have you got plans to do maybe a full album in the near future? Um, I mean, it's not, obviously not too long since you came out of the studio or you released the album at least. So I'm not trying to press you too much. But yeah, <laughs> what, what are the future plans? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, if... I don't want to speak for everyone personally if, if like it's hard because like if it weren't if it were exclusively up to me and I had you know unlimited funds and could just support whatever you know I would tour for like 200 days a year <laughs> and then be in the studio the other hundred and take whatever 50 off or um or to do to, to write like um <laughs> like I would do this constantly if mm. if everything allowed for that um yeah, I don't know, but um, two hundred days on the road a year sounds. But yeah, might be some negotiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, that being said, yeah, I think I think it'll happen within the year. Um, we'll we'll have time for uh, you know another stint in the studio, uh, whether that be outlier end. Hopefully, it is again. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I mean. I I, uh, I have a really hard time taking time off. And so, like, you know, when we finish, I, I kind of want to just, like, hop back into writing mode and pump out another 10 songs or whatever. Um, this time it's been a little different. Um, yeah, I, I guess in some ways this album felt kind of bigger in terms of, um, I guess, concept and, and work we put into it, et cetera. And so maybe, you know, the next thing can't just, like, come from it it has to like kind of emerge on its own a little bit Mm -hmm. and it is starting to now but you know i can't say that we'll be in the studio next month i Mm -hmm. I think more likely uh i think we're you know hopefully play a few more shows or a lot more shows um i've got a tour another solo tour planned for march um and then maybe this summer go back in the studio again nice um, so you got a solo tour coming up have you got any any gig coming up as a band altogether Mm-hmm. We do tomorrow at the uh, at North End Studios Nightshade Kitchen mm-hmm. from Brewers. Um, yeah, we're playing 
uh let's see who else is playing tomorrow night man i look at that event yeah um i think man i hope i'm not wrong i think danny and the parts maybe was one of the name of the bands and then bears tapestry maybe yeah. yeah, is that sound right? We should know. Sorry. We should know. <laughs> you, know you, 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 you nailed it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, just great. Oh, awesome. Poster in front of you. Uh, cool. Um, <laughs> Only in the past of Bears Tapestry, uh, $5 mission, guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Um, Nightshade Kitchen at Phone Brewers. Yeah. So. yeah. And then on Saturday, we have a show in Winooski at Wishbone Studios. That's free. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it's their, what, one year anniversary, one year anniversary. celebration? So celebrating all of the artists that share that space and we'll be playing there. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And um, how about South by Southwest next year? Are you, uh, you, you put on the bill there again? Oh God, I'm we, checking we the email love, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, who knows? I mean, I think at the time it, it seemed like it would happen again. Mm-hmm. And now I have no idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's hope. I don't know. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Have, have you got plans to hit any other maybe lesser festivals in South by Southwest? I mean, we're going for the tippy top here, but I mean, there's yeah. plenty of others around. Um, if by plans you mean um, applications that I've sent in, then yes. <laughs> but we, we have not heard back yet. Yeah. I think uh, I think we will hear back one way or the other in the, in the coming months. But well, which are the ones you uh, you're really keeping your fingers and toes crossed for? Uh, definitely Waking Windows here, mm-hmm. and then uh, Tree Fort maybe in Boise, Idaho. Um, and then let's see anything else. Oh, um, was it Otis Mountain Get Down oh, in New York? Yes, mm-hmm. another fantastic, uh, yeah. fantastic festival. Yeah, those are kind of the three that we're looking at right now. Wonderful. Well, um, I think we've probably got about time for one last song. Sure. Um, is there any other plugs before we leave it uh, that you'd like to, to plug away? You know, Instagrams or Facebooks? Or, yes, that's well. not exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> it was Instagram and Facebook. Um, what are we, a bo- just a box of stars? At yeah. Both of them? I don't right. know, the Facebook. Yeah, a box of stars on Instagram. Check us out. We recently made the Instagram. There's not a lot content <laughs> on there yet, I but think, uh, still, yeah. follow. There'll be more soon. We're definitely slackers in the social media realm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think yeah we have Instagram, Facebook, and Bandcamp. I think they're yeah. all just a box of stars. I don't think mm-hmm. there's anything else tagged on. Uh, yeah. I, I would say, from a, on a personal note, um, the album artwork for uh, Days Drunk Heat. If if your Instagram is anything reflective of the album artwork, then everyone should check it out because it's good. <laughs> um, really like the, the the sleeve cover on that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, you, did you t- who who took that? Photo? No. So this really actually that's the person to plug. Um, there's probably a bunch of people that I'm forgetting, but <laughs> the person who did that is a super amazing photographer, um, Allison Scarpula. Mm. Um, she's got a bunch of stuff on her website and 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 a great Instagram. Um, from what I know, she's kind of like a uh, surrealist photographer, and um, I think a lot of her work, I'm pretty sure her process has to do a lot with soaking film, mm-hmm. like in wine and different substances. I read a little bit about her, and from what I've read, that's kind of what she does. Um, but anyway, her, her color palette, um, really, really gorgeous and unique, and yeah, she's worth checking out, definitely. Yeah. Wicked. Well, um, yeah, go go Facebook follow and Instagram follow, and uh Check a box of stars out in the Nightshade Kitchen tomorrow with Danny and the Parts and Bears Tapestry. And uh, yeah, let's hear one last song to uh, play us out. What have you got for us? Sure. Any motion sickness? Alrighty. Yeah, this one's unreleased. It's new. It'll be probably on the, uh, yeah. Oh, wonderful. The next thing, one day. It's called Motion Sickness. Mm.
to send us out thank you yeah and thank, thank you. you guys so much for coming in it's really been appreciated oh, thanks for having us thank so much and, uh yeah thanks for also being the first first band in the studio so oh man yeah, yeah thanks you uh yeah, yeah it was it was it was a good first band to have awesome yeah. cool. thank cool. you well uh this has been the rocket shop i've been your host on proctor join me next week we've got justin lapointe and reed parsons coming in uh for our show just before christmas 
Um, once again, big thank you to All Box of Stars for being in this evening. And uh, yeah, I'll check you next week. <laughs>